Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have back District 4 Republican, the great state of Ohio. It is Jim Jordan. Jim, how are you? Good to talk to you. I'm fine, Joe. Good to be with you today. Good to be with you as well. All right, let's break it down. Because you and I went into last night, we're hoping for at least a wave. Some said tsunami. Ended up being a drizzle. We may end up getting the Senate eventually. It looks better uh, in Arizona. Looks good in Nevada. Yep. Um, hopefully, we won't have to rely on the on the runoff in Georgia because that's what we did last time and, and didn't win. And the House is going to go to the Republicans by a much smaller margin than we expected. Why do you think that happened? Yeah. Well, I, I, first of all, I would just focus on the positive. It looks like we're going to win the House. Yeah. And uh, a win to win. I learned a long time ago, winning beats losing. And so uh, winning the House is important. Means we're going to be able to put the brakes on the ridiculous stuff from from the Biden administration, um, and then I do. I think we're going to win the Senate too. I think things are trending back in a good way as these numbers start to come in in Arizona, Nevada, um, you know, and, and Johnson's won, and, and Wisconsin Senator Johnson in Wisconsin. So I feel good if we win both. That's that's big. Um, now we'd like to see more numbers, and um, you know we'll, uh, we'll we'll look at that and what what's what's all involved with why it didn't quite happen the way we thought. Yeah. But overall, I still think it's positive because we got to put the put the stop to <laughs> the madness we've seen from the left that now run the Democrat party. It is uh, uh, U.S. Representative Jim Jordan. Jim, it's always a pleasure to have you. So as I'm watching this, we know that uh, the Democrats had a very, very slim margin in the House. They're going to lose that. There's, there's no doubt now mm-hmm. that that's going to happen. When they took the reins, however, they went nuts. Their radical agenda force-feeding trillions of dollars of wasted money, forcing the inflation yeah. to go up, forcing our gas prices and our goods prices to go up, seeing crime in blue cities go through the roof as people talk about no-cash bail and letting people out early. When the Republicans get it back, you guys are always too nice. Are you going to be a little bit nastier this time? And I don't, you're not a nasty guy, Jim, but I mean, are you going to go in there and say, let's roll our sleeves up and let's really stop their agenda and push for what's right for Americans? Yes, and pass first bill we're going to pass, get rid of the, the money for the 87,000 IRS agents who are out there, you know, your, your tax money being used to harass you, the taxpayers, such yes. a deal for, ta- we're going to get rid of that. So that, that, that's the first bill. Leader McCarthy's indicated that's, that's where, where he wants to go. We should also pass legislation that shows the country that we're fighting for them and we care about the things we told them that are important to them. We're going to get those done in the House now. They won't get through the Senate, maybe, and certainly Joe Biden's not going to sign it, but we need to have a common-sense energy policy that brings down the cost of, of fuel and energy for American families. We need to deal with this, this, this inflation problem that's, that's driven largely by energy. We need to secure the border. I passed legislation. We have that in our committee, yeah. Judiciary Committee, legislation that would show how we need to secure the border. What we were doing just two years ago, uh, legislation that says we believe in empowering parents, uh, it's, education is a local issue, but there's some things in the federal government we can talk about empowering parents and the idea that we think parents know what's best for their kids' education, not, not government bureaucrats, as the Democrats do. Legislation that, that, that indicates here's how we're going to bring in big tech and what they're doing to uh, conservatives when it comes to censorship. All that needs to happen. And then, of course, also the oversight, the investigation so that the country gets the facts and gets the truth. We have to be we have to be aggressive on that, do it in a way that's consistent with the Constitution, but be aggressive in making sure the country gets the truth. Uh, it, the DOJ is completely politicized right now. It's being used as a weapon yep. by this administration. It was even being used as a weapon against Trump's will while he was the president. Can the House yep. and can the Senate, can the Congress do anything? The checks and balances are supposed to be there, but they're still in the executive, and Biden still gives them their walking papers. Yeah. So we, we released a report a week ago uh, on Friday, a thousand page report that highlights just how political 
that place has become. And we've had, this is based on 14 FBI agents coming to us as whistleblowers. One whistleblower, I think, summed it up. When he, and this is not the rank and file. Rank and file agents, men and women, they're good, good people. Right. But the people at the top, the Washington field office, the folks in D.C., he said, the po- folks at the top, the Washington field office, quote, rotted to the core. That's how he described the organization that he works for, this whistleblower. That is, that is scary because this great country, the greatest nation ever, is not America if you have a Justice Department that is functioning in a political fashion, that is, that is not treating people equally under the law, which right. is exactly what we have now. So we are committed to doing that uh, and holding people accountable. Now, the way we hold them accountable in the House is we, we point out the facts. In the end, you're going to need a new attorney general if, if there's actual criminal wrongdoing, a new attorney general who's willing to, to, to prosecute. But what we can do in the legislative branch is the oversight that needs to be done so the country gets the truth, the facts, and the full story. U.S. Representative Jim Jordan, District 4, Republican, great state of Ohio. Um, what's on the table? Impeaching Mayorkas? Impeaching Garland? Impeaching Biden? Are those all on the table? All, all those would be decisions that the full conference would have to make. Um, but I will say this about uh, specifically about Mayorkas. He certainly warrants it in, in light of what he's done. He came in front of our committee, and I asked him a question about the status of te- uh, people who've been uh, entered our country illegally, been apprehended, who are on the terrorist watch list. I asked him in a hearing a few months back, I said, what's the status of those individuals? And his answer was, I don't know. And you're like, dude, you got to know that when you come in front of our con- come in front of Congress, in front of the committee with jurisdiction over immigration policy. He, the fact that he didn't have an answer to that, I think, just underscores how a pathetic job he's done. Not to mention the statements he put out about those two border agents who were on horseback and what he said about them, knowing it wasn't accurate. That, that, that in and of itself is, is, is cause for real alarm. So, but, but the decision on any of those kind of things will be made by the full conference and, and, the, and the, all the Republicans on the Judiciary Committee. Jim, the day of, he knew that they didn't whip anybody. The day of, he knew that they were just yep. holding the horse's reins yep. and they weren't close enough. The photographer who took the picture said to the Department of uh, Homeland Security, they did not touch these people yet. They still trucked out Biden to say they're all going to be punished. Of course, they're not going to be punished because it's been, they've been vindicated. But at the end of the day, yep. how could you be a Border Patrol agent knowing this guy, Mayorkas, is your boss and he's going to lie? Either he lied to you, Jim, that he didn't know because he did know, or he didn't know and he's yeah. incompetent i mean that can't you just i know you've got to impeach you got to go through the process but if i were that bad at my job i'm fired well joe biden's not going to do that but let's hope let's hope he re- re- uh, resigns but um yeah this is this is how how bad i mean it's intentional 2.3 million this year alone unbelievable that illegal immigrants have come in our country this is deliberate. This is premeditated what they're doing. And, and it's, it's, it's hard to think of it in, those, in that context because you never want to think that your own government is doing things to your country that are intentionally bad for it. But that seems to be exactly what's happening here. Um, so, again, yeah, we're going to give this all a hard, uh, a hard look. U.S. Representative Jim Jordan, uh, great state of Ohio. Do you disband the January 6th committee, and do you put together a committee that will actually find out what happened that day, Jim? We're not getting the true story. Tens of thousands well, of hours of video we're not allowed to see. The lies from this committee were nuts. What's going to happen with that? Yeah, you're right. The lies from this committee. We've caught them in eight lies, and we don't, we don't get to see the, right. the, the, the documents they have. We didn't get to participate in the debt. First time in the history of the Congress, there's a committee where there's no cross-examination ability, no real cross-examination uh, uh, factor involved at all. That, that's not how our system works. Right. So at a minimum, we need to be able to see all the documents and the, and, the, and the transcripts from the depositions that they conducted, even though we weren't a part of them and couldn't ask the kind of questions that needed to be asked. 
I still want to be able to see all that. So I think that's step one. And then we go from there on uh, any kind of uh, further determination. There are people that don't have any Eighth Amendment rights right now that are still locked up after January 6th. They, they deserve the right to due process. If they rioted, they should be punished. Yep. But just to throw away the key and pretend they don't, they don't exist, how are they getting away with that? They have not proven any insurrection. That's the only way they could hold them like this. Yeah, it's, it's one, of the, one of the many examples of the political nature of the Justice Department. Yeah. The whistleblowers have talked to us about how the Justice Department is taking this whole approach. Remember when Joe Biden did his crazy speech in front, in front of Independence Hall? Yes. Um, taking this approach that you know, half the country are extremists and fascists, and so they're, they're, they're juicing the numbers on this domestic violent extremism. It's all how political this place has become, and it's why we issued that report. It's frankly why the, the mainstream press, I think, attacked the report so much. Washington Post went after us, which tells us that, you know, we must be doing something right. The Washington yeah. Post is, is, is attacking the, 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 the document that we put out. District 4 Republican, the great state of Ohio. Let's talk about some good things from last night. Ohio got it right. Ohio did the right yep. thing. Why do you think there's such a sea change between Ohio and Michigan, where I still own a house in Michigan. I spent many, many years there as a TV news anchor. Geographically, they're very similar. Blue-collar-wise, they're very similar. How did Ohio get it right while well, Michigan got it wrong, do you think? You know, I, I don't know. I, I do think that a few of the key takeaways from, from yesterday in my mind are candidates and, and work ethic matter, just okay. like in anything in life. Uh, if you have a good candidate and they're willing to bust their tail, like a guy like Scott Perry in, in a tough state like Pennsylvania, yeah. Freedom Caucus chairman, tough district, works his tail off. They call, call, they, he got called all kinds of names. The FBI actually come and took his phone, for goodness sake, yep. and an unconstitutional, uh, unconstitutional action, in my judgment. He goes out and wins by 10 points because he works his, tails off, his tail off, and, he, and his constituents know that when Scott tells him something, he's going to do it. He's going to keep his word. He's going to do the things he said. So I think that was a key takeaway in races that are tough. You have that kind of candidate, you can win. Florida was a bright spot, like Ohio, where we won up and down the ticket in Ohio. Yeah. They won up and down the ticket in Florida. So I, I, I look at those bright spots, and then all, the ultimate thing I guess I keep looking at is I think we're going to win both, the House and the Senate. That's, that's, well, well, that's I, all the win. I think you're right. Last time, Jim, though, we were reliant on these special elections in Georgia. Uh, I don't know how I Kemp know. wins by eight. And thank God, because Stacey Abrams is a horrible candidate. Um, uh, but Herschel Walker is in a virtual dead heat with Warnock, who is yeah. a horrible candidate. Warnock is, is, is just not a good yeah. – well, he's not a good guy on the values that he pretends that he has. We can get into that some other time. But now we're relying possibly on that. Maybe not. I mean, if you get, if you get Nevada and if you get Arizona, maybe you don't have to worry about, about Georgia as much. But what, yeah. what do you think is in the yeah. mind? Mindset of a voting base that will vote Kemp, yet vote Warnock. I don't get it. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't understand it fully. I think. I think so much of this is driven by the mainstream press. Okay. You know, always trumpeting. They're just an extension of the Democrat Party, trumpeting the Democrats. Uh, you know, false and, and, and information that they put out there and, and attacking Republicans. It's just so. It's so much tougher for Republicans to win, and because everything is skewed, the referee is on their side. Everyone seems to be on the other yes. uh, other side. But in spite of that, even though the left controls, it seems like everything, the people figure it out in the end. And because the American people are smart, they have common sense. And so uh, I think they get it right. Uh, and I think, well, I think we're going to win those, uh, those seats. And like I said, get the majority in the Senate as well. I appreciate the time. It's, uh, it's uh, Jim Jordan, great state of Ohio. Just a couple of last ones. You said that you can stop the, the funding of 87,000 IRS uh, agents, maybe throw some of that funding at the border. But that's just me, just a dumb guy on the radio. Um, yeah. But at the same yeah. time, what is the actual procedure? Can you literally say we're just not going to fund it? Or do you need approval by the Senate? Do you need the president to sign off? How does no, that work? Can you just shut it off? No, you need you need it needs to get through both houses. But you know, at some point, 
we're going to have an appropriation bill that addresses that, that the funding for the Treasury Department and for the Internal Revenue Service. Right. And you say on that, that bill, look, look, the, the country spoke. They put us in charge of the Congress. The country hates this idea of the IRS. You guys can't even answer a question. Now you're going to get 87,000 more agents. You're going to come, come harass people. And you, you know they're going to go after small business owners who give to Republicans and all that stuff. Yes. So you got to be willing to make the case and have the fight. And, and, and have the perseverance to stick to it and keep making the, the argument that the American people want made. That's how you win these things. But it'll come to a point at some uh, sometime in the next year during this Congress where we're going to have to have that. hundred uh, percent. One last question for Jim Jordan, great state of Ohio. Uh, again, thank you so much for the time and for the great job that you do for us. You really are fighting for freedom and liberty every single day. Uh, inflation thank was you. the number one issue in this uh, election. Inflation now is not going to get much better because uh, Biden can't keep on stealing from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. The gas prices are going to go yeah. up. He's not changing his policies when it comes to trade. He's not changing his policies when it comes to drilling or fracking or or coal or anything else or natural gas. So what can the Congress yeah, specifically do in the hands of Republicans to help inflation? Anything? Pass legislation says here's here's what we need to do. Open up Anwar, allow the Keystone Pipeline to happen, uh, allow more leasing to happen on federal lands. This would bring down the price of pass that legislation and say, Joe Biden, why won't you sign it? Okay, if you won't sign it, then you go tell the American people why they have to continue to pay $5 for a gallon of gas. I mean, that's the only way you can do it in American, in American politics is you have to pass it in the House, try to get it through the Senate, put it on his desk, and dare him to do what he knows and what everyone now, I think, is beginning to understand is it not in America's interest. So th- that's the only way this works. And then continue, as we talked earlier, can continue to highlight how they're also coming after Americans' liberties, yes. after Americans' freedoms. In the Justice Department, that's political. So I think you highlight all that. Well, Jim, I think that's probably a winning combination. I'm glad that we looks like uh, we're going to get a win for for America. Are going to get a win for freedom and liberty. It looks like it. The Senate's still up in the air. But thank you so much, as I said, for working as hard yeah, as you did and you. for making uh, some time for us today. Appreciate Jim Jordan coming on. Jim, thank you. We're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Phone calls in a second. Got to remind you, it's not a good time. It's not a great time uh, in this country. Not a great time on planet Earth, to be honest. War, inflation, $30 trillion in debt. It's looking like 2008 all over again. When millions of Americans watch their retirement savings disappear. Those who invested in physical gold and silver, though, were protected. If you've got $50,000 or more in your IRA, your 401k, or savings, you could be at risk again. So listen clearly. Thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to the retirement savings, and I, I really rely on GoldCo. 855-936-GOLD. Get a free gold IRA kit. Learn how thousands are protecting their retirement savings and adding $10,000 or more and free silver to do it. GoldCo is the company I recommend for gold and silver. And they've helped place over a billion dollars in precious metals. That's a lot. A lot of people trust GoldCo. We could be looking at a recession worse than 2008. Don't wait. Call Gold Co. today. The number is 855-936-GOLD. 855-936-GOLD. When you call, tell them Joe Pag sent you, and you'll be taking care of your future. All right, let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. It's going to be Eric in Texas. Eric, what's going on? Hi. 
Hey, Joe, um, three states that had voter ID, Ohio, Florida, and Texas, and we mopped the floor with them. You can't trust these people that do the mail-in voting, drop-off voting. I can't trust any one of them from Arizona to Pennsylvania and points in between. I can't. Well, well, Eric, I hear you, and I appreciate that, but but I'm going to disagree to an extent. Myra Flores lost and should not have. Cassie Garcia lost. And should not have both in Texas, both uh, in right on the border. Both of their districts are on the border. That doesn't make any sense. The way that the campaigns were run by their competitors, Henry Cuellar and Vicente Gonzalez, was nasty. It wasn't very nice at all. In fact, I'm very disappointed in Henry Cuellar, who I've had on this show and who we follow each other on Twitter. He did some sort of a dance on the grave last night. It was very strange, his tweet that he deleted later. But his, his tweet about Cassie Garcia was rude, it was immature, and it was childish. But to, to say that all you know things went well where they were checking voter ID, I disagree. Now, in a general sense, we should not have any mail-in voting unless you're absentee and you verify who you are. We should have one election day that's on the day. We should not have any of this early voting for a month or two weeks or a week. None of that should be happening. No voter harvesting, ballot harvesting. None of that should be happening. should be election day. You find out who wins that day. It's simply that. It's that direct. It's that easy. It's that easy. Let me go back at it. Uh, Robert. Actually, uh, yeah, Robert, Texas, quickly. Yes, sir. I wanted to ask you, is uh, McCarthy going to be another Boehner and not do anything and be spineless? It's a good question, Robert. I don't I don't like the, the speakerphone, but I get it. Um, is he going to be uh, another, another speaker that's weak? The answer is no, because of the Freedom Caucus. The Freedom Caucus is going to keep his feet to to the fire. This is what Jim Jordan was talking about. The Freedom Caucus, Jim Jordan has a lot of power. Whether he's the speaker or not, he does. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that McCarthy is the speaker. But if he is, trust me, he's going to be bound by what the most conservative wing of the House of Representatives wants him to do. And they've got to fight just as harsh and vehemently, or harshly and vehemently, as Nancy Pelosi has. Nancy Pelosi is a nut job, and she's a radical. She's a far left-wing, rich nut job. But very, very effective as House Speaker, getting done what she wanted to get done. McCarthy has to do it like she did it, only do it for the right reasons. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pags Show.